0: Forward by David Eric Grohl Every musician remembers his first lesson. That moment when you feel the spark of inspiration ignite and your entire world catches fire. The rush of revelation. The earth-rattling epiphany that music is no longer just a sound. It's every breath you'll ever take again. A puzzle you'll never solve, though you hold all the pieces. An addiction that you'll never kick, though you've been given the antidote. A religion that won't forgive, though it feels like heaven. That moment when you're handed the key to an alternative universe where everything is beautiful, everything is free, and nothing will ever be quite the same again. For some, the first day of the rest of their lives. Mine? Well, there was no classroom, no conservatory, no sheep music or baton. No, It was in the front seat of a beige Ford Maverick rolling through Springfield, Virginia on a sweltering hot summer day in 1975. My teacher, my mother, Miss Virginia Hanlon Grohl. I remember that drive to Pohick Bay, sun on my freckled six-year-old face, wind blowing through my shaggy hair as the legendary Carly Simons' You're So Vain played over the crackly old AM radio. My mother and I were smiling and singing along, as we always did, above the booming roar of the open windows, and as Mick Jagger's unmistakable voice joined the chorus, our voices split into harmony for the first time. My mother started singing Mick's lower line as I sang Carly's high lead vocal. Without realizing it, I was harmonizing, just as they do in the song. My heart lit up, my eyes widened, and then something clicked— The sound of our two voices singing two different melody lines made me realize one of music's most basic principles. Different notes, when sung together in harmony, create a chord. This moment is burned in my heart and mind as my first love. It's the Michelangelo in my Sistine Chapel. My baptism. My musical Big Bang, if you will. Hell, this was the chicken and the egg. From that moment on... I heard life with an entirely new set of ears. I scoured the radio for harmony. I searched every record in the house to find more. Did every song have this amazing new trick I'd just learned? Did everyone know about this? Had this been going on forever? Why hadn't anyone bothered to tell me? Songs became more than songs. They became my toys. They became my puzzles. They became challenges and mysteries. Some became my best friends. Some became my worst enemies. I was fascinated, enraptured, obsessed. I was hooked. That summer drive to the bay in our Ford Maverick took place over 40 years ago. But that same feeling has never gone away. To this day, when the radio turns on, so do I. Music becomes my everything. I hear structure and composition, arrangement and shape, layers of rhythm. I hear the voice of an artist through his instrument. Stories without words. I can carry on a conversation with someone as I drive down the highway, but if there's a song on the radio, I'm probably more focused on the kick drum pattern of the music than on what they're saying to me. Yes, it's that bad. DNA is a miraculous thing. We all carry traits of people we've never met somewhere deep within our chemistry. I'm no scientist, but I believe that my musical abilities are proof of this. There's no divine intervention here. This is flesh and blood. This is something that comes from the inside out. The day I picked up a guitar and played Deep purple Smoke on the Water by ear, I knew that all I needed was that DNA and a whole lot of patience, something my mother clearly had an abundance of. These ears and this heart and mind were born of someone, Someone who shared that same love of music and song. I was blessed with a genetic symphony, waiting to perform. All it took was that spark. But beyond any biological information, there is love. Something that defies all science and reason. And that I am most fortunate to have been given. It's maybe the most defining factor in anyone's life. Surely an artist's greatest muse. And there's no love like a mother's love. It is life's greatest song. We're all indebted to the women who have given us life. For without them...